I'm just so glad it's skateboarding. It's been the one thing that came to me at the right time. It could have been anything I imagined, but skateboarding was what it was. That's why I love skateboarding to death. That's right when I found skateboarding. Like my friend showed me it and I was like latched onto it because it was the only thing at that time that was really fun and like my escape and I fell in love with it, you know? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, I had a little hiatus, but I'm stoked to be back. Um, First, let me get through the sponsors. Um, As always, each and every show is brought to you by All I Need Skate. Um, For those of you that have been listening to this show for a while now, you already know all about All I Need. But um, for the new people, let me break it down. Basically, the last recession happened. Lost all my sponsors, so I started my own skate brand, All I Need. Uh, We started with t-shirts, and then we moved into some headwear, hats, beanies, snapbacks, dad caps, and then from there we went to making skateboards, pressing the graphics on ourselves, and uh, now we have about, I'd say, 30 to 40 graphics out there, a full line of clothes, uh, hats, t-shirts, hoodies. Um, yeah, and you can check it all out at alllineedskate.com. Uh, one of the best ways to support the podcast would be to go to All I Need Skate on YouTube and subscribe to the channel, like, share one of our videos, watch the content, let the ads run. We make a little bit of revenue through the YouTube channel, and it helps grow everything. So that's a rad way to help the podcast out and to help All I Need. And then another way would be to buy something directly. Uh, Right now, our skateboards are being sold direct to skate shops. So you're not able to get them online just because the decks are coming in and shops are ordering. So we're we're selling straight to them. Uh, But if you go to the online store, if you go to allineedskate.com and you click on the shop button at the top, we have four new t-shirts which you can cop right there, and that's a good way to support the podcast, the show, and to get some dope clothes. I'm really stoked on the Shark Tee. We got the Script Tee, which just says All I Need, East Coast Skate Co. Um, and there's only select sizes because they've been selling. Uh, we sold some to shops, and I just recently offered them online, so get them before they're gone. There's the Skull Puss Tee, which is a long sleeve. Excuse me. And it's got like this skeleton octopus down the middle, pretty epic. And then our Lighthouse tea, which uh, is one of my personal favorites. So, yeah, best way to support the podcast is go to allineedskate.com, cop some of our apparel. Or if you're at your local shop, swoop up uh, one of our decks, give them a shred, post on Instagram, Facebook, tag us. Uh, all our social is at allineedskate on Instagram, at allineedskateboarding on Facebook. And those are the two main ones. And then YouTube, at allineedskate. Uh, again, another sponsor, actually, another sponsor would be World Industries. I hope you guys remember World. Most of you guys will, but you remember Flameboy versus Wet Willy. Those guys are back and killing it. World Industries was the first brand that turned me pro. Um, once, uh, once that recession happened, I was talking about about 10 years ago, um, they were bought and sold and they dropped their skate team and they were just barely staying alive. And then, uh, like I said, I started All I Need. And then um, years later, someone else acquired World Industries. 
and they reached out to me because they saw the trail of like footage and photos and everything that uh, we had been doing with World for eight to ten years. And uh, my friend reached out. This dude reached out and was like, "Hey, you want to be a brand manager? Help rebuild the uh, World Industries as a skate brand?" And I was like, "Yeah, fuck yeah!" And uh, yeah, so that's what we've been doing, man. Creating new art, bringing back old art. Uh, you can check it all out at worldindustries.com. <clears throat> if you cop some World Industries gear, that helps support this podcast, which is epic. And uh, for a long time, we didn't have any decks on the online store, but we do now. We have, let me check and see how many decks we have on the online store right now. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight different graphics on the online store. Kevin Clem's got a pro model up there. Um, we got the Big Willie style throwback. I know people were asking about that one too. But yeah, there's decks, t-shirts. You can hit up worldindustries.com. And we're also giving away a free deck if you go to the website. And the first video you see on the site, which is, let me go to it. I haven't read, read ads in a while because we haven't really done ads. But I figured, why not? Let's do it. And I'm having coffee today which uh, I stopped drinking coffee for the whole pandemic, probably more. And uh, today I just was juiced on podcasting, and I was like, I'm having a, having a coffee. Haven't had one in six months maybe, maybe longer. Um, yeah, if you go to worldindustries.com and you scroll down, you'll see Dex, scroll down past that, and the first video you'll see is Sean Egan. It's called World Skate Team Day Trip to Hartford, Connecticut. It's the first and only video on the main page of the website. If you click on that video and you subscribe to the channel, like the video, and leave a comment. Leaving the comment is how you'll be uh, enrolled in a free deck. We're going to pick a, a winner shortly. Don't know exact date we're picking the winner. I can probably pull that up while I'm here too. But that's your goal is to go there and uh, leave a comment, subscribe to the channel. Um that's enough for the ads, but um, I just want to thank all the shops out there that support all I need in World Industries and carry our boards and our apparel. If you're near Breakwater Surf Shop in Newport, Rhode Island, they just got some of the new All I Need t-shirts in stock. Solstice has some of our t-shirts in stock. They might have sold out. They reordered, so those were moving pretty fast. I was pretty stoked on that. Uh, and the Edge Indoor Skate Park has our apparel and decks in there too. So you can also just go in person and check it all out, feel the quality and see the decks and stand, stand, stand on them and whatnot. Sometimes it's good that way too, you know. But uh, yeah, shout out to the sponsors. Shout out to all you guys that support this podcast and support All I Need in World. You guys have been holding it down for years. It means a lot to us. So yeah. What we are going to do today is I threw out the bat signal on social media, on at Anthony Shetler on social media, to gather some questions and topics, and you guys came through per use. Oh, dude, actually, some updates real quick. Probably should promote this, but I'll wait till after the podcast. But literally, right now, while we were talking, three minutes ago, on the All I Need Skate YouTube channel, Jacob jumped... Jacob Jensen's 5x5 five five video just went up. Five tricks and five questions with uh, young Jensen. And he killed it. I'm super stoked on this. Um, yeah, so please check out the YouTube channel, man. It's our whole life, man. We work really hard on building that channel for over 10 years now. I think we started in 2010. Um, 
with all I need skate YouTube. So, but yeah, new video just literally just went up. Super stoked on it. Um, okay, I'm gonna take some more coffee, and then we're gonna get into the topics and questions. Thanks and shout out to everybody who submitted. And if I butcher your name or don't have it, when I read your question, just know I love you still. I love you very much. Oh, nothing nothing better than hot black coffee. Just saying that right now. I went to Starbucks, too, to get coffee because I was like, I'm feeling special. I didn't want to go to Dunkies, Dunkin's because sometimes I drink Dunkin's co uh, coffee and I just feel not so good. Even the black coffee, which is weird. Not that I really, I never really go to Starbucks either. <clears throat> but this coffee tastes bomb.com. Bomb I'm a little rusty from podcasting because it's been about maybe three weeks. <clears throat> I've been uh, pressing graphics on the skateboards like, like a madman, you know. It's been pretty wild. A lot of work, but uh, overwhelmingly awesome and positive. So, Whew. and now I get the coffee jitters. So, bear with me, my friends. All right, first question comes from the Vulture Crew. Shout out! It's a local skate crew around here that rips. Um, they write Lighthouse Skate Park and Taylor Clark making it into the Barracks Post. <clears throat> this is a two-parter. First one is Lighthouse Skate Park. I have not been, but multiple people. Excuse me, I had to clear my throat. <clears> throat> Coffee, man. I don't know. Getting my throat all raspy over here. I have not been to the Lighthouse Skate Park. Pe multiple people have told me to go. I tried to rally the All I Need kids to go, but Talon shot it down for whatever reason. He was just having a rough day. But I should go, and I'm trying to get there. The problem is... We made it through winter, and now it's nice out, so it's, like, going to be tough. But let me look it up and give it, give it a shout-out because it's pretty epic that there's skate parks, indoor skate parks on the East Coast. It's a necessary thing. We need them, and uh, they need all the support they can get. And this is, like, um, not a normal skate park either. It's kind of all movable. All the ramps are movable, so you can set them up however you'd like and whatnot. <clears throat> And it's small, but it looks fun as hell. There's not really much details on their uh, website either. So, But I went to LighthouseSkatePark.com, or it's L-H-S-K-T-P-R-K.com, Lighthouse Skate Park, open for business. I guess you can book it for like two hours, I believe. Fun little skate park. So maybe if I go to their Instagram, I can find more details on it because their website's not helping. Shout out to the Lighthouse Skate Park, but definitely work on your website. Lighthouse. But you can book sessions, I think. It's not like a normal skate park. You can rent it out for like 50 bucks or something for two hours. Oh, that one's in California. That's not the Lighthouse Skate Park around here. Oh, man, I don't know if I can find it. No, that's a skate shop. I wonder if they have their social on their website. Oh, here we go. Physical address is 881 Main Street, Pawtucket, Rhode Island. So it's in Pawtucket. And let's see. Weekend two-hour private park reservation. Private access to park for two hours for your pod of up to 12 people. 45 bucks. 12 people, 45 bucks. Two, 
two hours. That's pretty good deal, my dudes, you know. We're going to do the simple math on that. It's almost $4 each. That's nothing. Um, yeah, check out Lighthouse Skate Park. And I have to do the same. I'm still working on it. I haven't got there yet, so trying to get there. Uh, again, this one's tough, too. Taylor Clark making it onto the barracks post. I didn't see this post, and I tried looking last night, but I scrolled through like 30 posts, and I didn't see it, so then I just got distracted per usual. So I can't really comment on it, unfortunately. But that's epic, man. Someone from around here on the East Coast making it onto the barracks. Hell yeah. I know the barracks is kind of controversial. Like people either love it or hate it. And the barracks does a good job of uh, trolling people and pissing them off and just putting out content. They put out epic content constantly, talented people. But they also put out these bombs once in a while because they're trying to get attention for sure. They know what they're doing. (laughs) But it's fine, you know. Uh, Evan Mansalillo writes Logan, uh, which is his homie. I don't know how to pronounce Logan's last name. Name Bolognese. That's what it looks like. B O L O G N E S E. Uh, Logan's rad, man. He's constantly filming. He rips too. Good style. Uh, I'm hyped when he films you guys too. Uh, Shegan and Evan and just seems like a solid human, man. I haven't really got to hang out with him too much. Skated with him a few times. But um, just seems like a solid homie, man. Anyone who rips like he does and is uh, is down to film the homies, you need that filmer, you know. So, Logan's the man. Shout out to Logan. Um, moving on, Crispy Turtson, <laughs> solid Instagram name, Chris, and he writes main skate scene. Well, let me just say the main skate scene just got. A hell of a lot heavier because Mr. Brandon Westgate moved his ass to Maine, which is, uh, I'm happy for him, but sad for us in Massachusetts because we had one of the greatest skateboarders on the planet from, you know, he's from Massachusetts, so we still do, but we had him right here and now he's a Mainer. He's in a Mainer, goddamn Mainer, Westgate, Brandon Westgate, Mainer. But honestly, dude, Westgate's been driving two, no, more than two hours, maybe three, three, four hours just to, I think he's like three hours in the main, three hours down and three hours back just to come skate the edge in the middle of the winter and film and we'd be stacking clips with Westgate. He drives three hours and then just destroys it for like three, four hours and then he drives straight back to Maine. And I've actually seen him more since he's moved to Maine, which is crazy. He was living about 45 minutes from me, did, barely saw him. Moves three hours away, seeing him every weekend on a consistent basis, which is crazy. Kid is out of his mind. Uh, people ask me, like, why do you move to Maine? I don't fucking know. Maine's awesome, don't get me wrong, but no fucking idea why Westgate moved to Maine. He's just a recluse, sort of. He just kind of disappears. He's got his family, he's got his lady, and he's got nice property kids uh american through and through so love that guy but yeah (laughs) maine just scored one of the best skateboarders on the planet for their skate scene so and i've been to portland park that park's super fun uh what's the other park lewiston really super fun park i know there's an indoor park up there let me see if i can search that one out today's i'm gonna shout out all the indoor parks obviously because 
on the East Coast, it's really hard to keep indoor parks open, and we need them in the fucking winter. And you know that if you're from the East Coast. So we have to shout them out. Main indoor skate park. Let's see what comes up. Bath, Maine. It's got Midcoast Youth Center and Skate Park. Uh, this one says Red Alert, Red Alert Skate Shop, but that's New Hampshire. Shout out. Yeah, it looks like there's an indoor park in Bath, Bath, Maine. So shout out to that one too. Um, what else? We went to Portland, Maine Skate Park um, with All I Need. We have a video on the YouTube channel. If you type in All I Need Skate, Portland, Maine Skate Park is epic. That was 2019. A bunch of ripping in there. Maine's Maine's sick, man. All my family moves to Maine. My Nana has a house up there. My aunt owns a house up there. Excuse me. My cousin owns a house up there. My other aunt, my Aunt Karen, shout out. Love you guys very much. Has a house up there. All my family just like is moving to Maine later in their life. I like Maine, but I don't know much about their skate scene besides like the parks I went to and that now that you have Brandon Westgate. Goddamn. I know Portland has some street spots too. Um, what else? There's a shop in, I want to say Old Orchard Beach, right? Old Orchard. That's Maine. I'm going to make sure. When That park's pretty sick too, man. Yeah, Old Orchard Beach Skate Park is epic. We've done a few skate jams there. That is Old Orchard, Maine. And that's Motion. There's a skate shop out there, Motion, uh, that threw the skate jams at Old Orchard Beach Skate Park. There's a good scene there. People are ripping. Park's super fun. Bunch of skaters, all ages, uh, all genders. I've seen everybody out there ripping. Solid park, solid crew. Every time we go there, it's a blast. So there you go. Shout out. Main skateboarding. You guys are lucky as hell. You got Westgate. You got Westgate. You stole Westgate from us. How dare you? Just kidding. Moving along. More coffee. Oh, shit. I just spilt coffee on my fucking podcasting chair. I got these chairs specifically for this podcast. Let's see. Jacob Jensen, who I already shouted out, is 5x5s on the YouTube channel. Check it out. Five tricks, five questions, five heavy tricks, five heavy questions on the channel. All I need skate on YouTube. Subscribe, like, hit that up. Not seriously. Um, when you guys support the YouTube channel, it means a fucking shitload to us because it's uh, growing and it's crazy. And it's, it actually is a revenue stream for the brand, which is huge, you know? It's not much money right now. It's, you know, pennies. But uh, as our audience grows and we get more subscribers and people share our videos and stuff that that will really help fund some of the skate trips or fund support the skate team like it's just the way that we can uh, have a revenue stream uh through our skate videos which we love doing and if you're from this east coast and you know about our channel you're probably on the channel cuz i do my hardest i try my hardest to film everybody and include as many people as possible because i really look at the channel like collecting memories like, I go through the channel and watch the videos, and sometimes it almost brings me to tears. It has. It's brought me to tears in the past because it's just, like, it's hard for me to be ungrateful when I watch the channel because I'm like, there's so many epic people skating. I'm so fortunate to be a part of this. Like, there's ups and downs with people getting hurt and coming back and 
watching people battle tricks and put their whole heart into their skating and I don't know sometimes it just like gets to me man kind of sensitive uh Jacob Jensen 74 on Instagram writes craziest street skating story damn there's a lot there's so many Let me think about it. Well, there's two. Well, a lot of you guys will know about the time that I was in Boston skating at a T station, a train station, and the guy came at me because there's a video online that has about 5 million views, I believe now, of me talking shit to this guy. <clears throat> it's not my finest moment. I've had moments where, you know, it's kind of rough. I mean, I stood up for myself. I don't think I was that out of line, but I did call his sweater gay, which is uh, in this climate nowadays. People get mad at me for uh, referring to a sweater as gay, but the guy literally physically attacked me, and I didn't know what to do, so I felt like attacking his masculinity, so I he had like a pink like sweater vest on, and uh, I wasn't thinking, and I, I'm from Massachusetts, and we use that word way too loose, you know? I try to be better about not using that word because I don't I don't think it's like a horrible word or whatever, but I just like I'm trying to be more sensitive, be the better version of myself and like try to think about how it would hurt me if if it was used loosely, you know. But uh, I call this sweater gay. <laughs> just fucking so dumb of me. But uh, he basically five million views because he attacked me and I stood my ground. I didn't physically touch him really. I just told him like, look, man. You don't own the streets. You can't. You just call the cops. Leave me the fuck alone. Otherwise, and then I basically drew a line. Like, I'll beat your ass. If you don't, if you want to try, I'll beat your ass. You want to fight? And he's like, I don't want to fight. I'm like, then why are you fucking touching people, throwing my board, acting crazy? You're not the cops. And uh, he backed down fully. Let me see. I think if you type in Anthony Shetler fight... Yeah, I think it's got, no, that's not it. Anthony Shetler, old man, maybe. Let's see if that is. Yeah, skateboarder fight versus old man. Skateboarder fight versus old man. 5.5 million views. In the comments, a lot of them are positive, but a lot are just ripping me apart. Rightfully so, because because <laughs> I was I wasn't having a good day. I was already having a rough day. I was just like trying to film for my world industries part, um, and I'm in a public place and it's chaos. And I'm trying to run across the street and throw my board down and start a line out. And I'm trying to time it with the red light. And then this dude just walks by me and he's like, "Hey, you can't do that here." And I'm like, "Okay, I know." And then he walked by and sat down and acted like he was on his phone. And I was just like, he's not a cop, not a security guard. He'll leave me the fuck alone. And then as soon as I throw my board down, he jumps up and chest bumps me, throws my board over his fucking fence, and then I just berated him verbally, just tried to attack his masculinity at all costs instead of beating him up because I really wanted to just knock him the fuck out, you know, which isn't the move, but I'm glad I had restraint, you know. But I did attack his fashion sense, so. Um, that's one time. Another time when we were overseas, I want to say we we're in Portugal or Europe or somewhere. 
we went to the skate spot and people were up in this building. It was these sick ass banks. You could slide and grind the top of the bank and it was like a dream spot. So everybody gets out of the van. Um, we all speak American English and, uh, we can't understand anyone. So we get out and we just start ripping cause we don't even think about like security or any of that shit. And then people are yelling from the building. And then a couple minutes later, two vans full of like soccer hooligan dudes just come out and they have glass bottles and chains. And it was like a movie and they're just attack. They just went into attack mode and we just like kind of ran away basically. And they chased us down the road, but none of us could talk to them. We're all like trying to talk to them and they speak a different language and they were already pissed. I guess people had been skating that spot for years, skateboarders and people that lived there fucking hated it. So they were like, they came out red hot, ready to fuck us up right away. And uh, I remember just like not running away as fast, like just kind of creeping away because I was worried about, I want to say Westgate or my homie Seamus, who was like still kind of stuck in the chaos. So I was kind of lurking back up trying to help him out. But we all got away safely. But they came out throwing glass bottles and literally they had bats and they were like just super aggressive, no talking, like just straight into like, this is a fucking street street brawl. Um, that was pretty insane. Uh, there was another time when I was I was out street skating. The video's on uh, All I Need Skate YouTube channel, and I think it's called um, Things Get Weird. Things get weird. All I Need Skate. Uh, this is probably the weirdest, craziest one that I've. Yeah, no. The video is titled "Sketchy Man Hits on Me While Skating." All I need skate, and basically, I'm I'm in Providence skating with Jacob Jensen. Jacob's coming a lot on the pot, coming up a lot on this podcast. But I'm street skating with him. He's trying to very hill flip down this like stretched out five stair or whatever, and he's never done a V hill down these stairs, so he's like really coming close. And this like sketchy dude with like a bandana over his mouth, and this was right in the beginning of the pandemic just started lurking in the background. And since I'm a skateboarder, my senses are kind of heightened when I'm out in the streets. I like, I'm aware of anything sketchy or cops. I'm always looking out and stuff. And this dude's lurking up and I could already tell he's going to be trouble because he's like stumbling and just kind of fucking lurking, staring at us all sketchy. And he just like eventually walks right up to me and he's like mumbling. He's I'm like, what? Speak up. I'm like, I can't fucking hear you. And he's like, why don't you let me blow you? Literally what he says to me. He harassed me for about a half an hour while I'm trying to film Jensen, just trying to get me to blow him. <laughs> no, never going to happen, first of all. Not into it. Uh, like ladies, I'm a heterosexual on that side, you know. I'm not against anyone who is who's into the same sex. Live your life. I was named after my uncle Tony, who I loved very much. Uh, he was a gay man, and uh, he was one of the one of my favorite people. Man, I loved him to death, you know. So I got no bias on that front. I don't really care who you, where you put it, where you stick it, wherever you get your rocks off. Enjoy, you know. Life's hard enough that uh, life is hard enough in general for everybody that we start hating against each other by our sexual preference. It's fucking stupid. So I got nothing against that, but. As a dude who's trying to film a clip, more importantly, I'm trying to focus on Jensen filming this clip, getting these clips, and this dude's trying to get me to blow him. I'm like, not going to happen, dude. This is the weirdest thing. And it's like, he was clearly on drugs, like glassy-eyed, like sketchy, like, but very adamant. In the video, he asked me like three, four times, and he's like trying to coerce me into blowing him. 
So that's a strange video. But yeah, if you type in sketchy man hits on me while skating, all I need skate, you will find that video. It's only got 492 views, which I think that thing should go viral. It's probably because I don't know how to title our YouTube videos and whatnot. But it's out there. You can watch that. All right. That's the craziest stories, street skating stories. I have so many more. There was another time, which I've talked about probably in past podcasts, but we were in, I want to say New Mexico or Arizona on a birdhouse trip, and I was with Brian Sumner and John Goman and Sean Egan, probably Westgate. I don't remember who else was there, but it was a solid birdhouse crew. And we went into this Mexican restaurant to eat, and uh, these two tweakers come in, and they're just harassing the people behind the counter, like getting aggressive, getting crazy, and they're clearly on drugs too. And Sumner was kind of on edge this whole trip because he was finding God, because he's a pastor now, but at this time he was just starting to find God and believe in Jesus Christ and becoming like a born-again and uh, he was on edge, man, because there was tension between Sumner and my team, the team manager uh, at the time, Seamus Deegan, because Seamus was trying to get stuff done and uh, coordinate this whole trip and get skating, get clips, and we spent a bunch of money to get out there and hotels and whatnot. And Sumner was like freaking out because he didn't want to skate on a church, and everybody else wanted to go there and get clips. And Sumner was already like, he was just having a hard time on that trip. I love Sumner, but <clears throat> that trip he was having a rough one. So him and Seamus were already fighting, and it was like, you could tell Brian was going to like snap because he just, he was, he was just, he was coming to terms with himself and trying to figure out what he believed, and he had pressure on him, rightfully so. He's, he had like a bunch of kids, he's getting older and finding God, you know? And these tweakers walk in, and they're fucking harassing the whole place, and Sumner just like, he's like pacing, and then, all I know is I kind of stopped paying attention to the tweakers for a half a second. And then I'm eating my, I get my food and I'm looking out the window and I'm like, yo, Sumner's choking a fucking tweaker out right now. I'm like, get everyone's attention and they look out and literally Sumner's like choking the big, this big ass dude out, like grabbing him by the neck, like a six foot fucking five dude. And Sumner's not that tall. And we all just run out of the Mexican restaurant and as I run out, I open the door, and I have a brand-new burrito. I just unwrap the top half, you know, like when you get a hot burrito and rip the tinfoil off the top half of the burrito. And I open the door, and I just fucking huck this burrito, and it hits the tall tweaker who Sumner still got his hands around his neck, hits him in the face, and it's like bean and cheese and fucking chicken all over his face and Sumner's like punching the dude while beating the bean and cheese off of him <laughs> and then we just get into like a, a brawl right there I got involved Sumner got involved I looked over Westgate was little <clears throat> but he's like throwing kicks and shit uh yeah and that was intense and then I remember it got broken up <clears throat> and then we ended up in the van and we're driving away and Sumner's like freaking out like he's like his adrenaline's going he just got in a fight he's finding god and he just had this crazy look in his eyes it was like excitement but and uh he's just like laughing 
because he's just like, what else do you do in that situation? His adrenaline's running high. He just got in a fight. He's like having these issues. And he's like laughing kind of hysterically and crazy. And then he like looks in his pocket and he has one of the dude's phone and it's like ringing. And he just like fucking freaks out and throws it out the car, the van door or whatever. <clears throat> yeah, that was a crazy time too. There's too many to think of, man. When you go street skateboarding for about 24 years, like I have, 25 years, you're bound to run into so much crazy shit, you know? Hell yeah. Jacob, thanks for that question. All right, moving along. Sean Egan, a.k.a. Shegan on Instagram, writes, Best skate video soundtrack. I saw this question yesterday when you wrote it, and I was thinking about it. And I was thinking like one of the flip videos because they always had like pretty legendary soundtracks or photosynthesis had pretty epic music too. Love that one. Let's see. Flip <clears throat> skateboard videos. See, I think it's like sorry. Flip sorry probably had one. Soundtrack. Let's see what's in there. Flip sorry video. Skate video soundtracks. Here we go. Damn, there's a website called skateboardmusic.com. There you go, in case you need to find it. Yeah, Nancy Sinatra, these boots are made for walking. The Stooges, I want to be your dog. Let's see, Placebo. Let's see, a lot of heavy ones in here. Alex Chalmers, what? Remember Alex Chalmers, skater? Yeah, that was the song. Let's go get Cokes. Anything else will make me choke. Um, yeah, dude. Some of the flip videos had epic soundtracks. I wonder if this has... Okay, so yeah, it has all the videos and then their soundtrack. Let me see if I can find one that I remember that I was like, this is the fucking shit, bro. Oh, zero videos for sure. Thrill of it all. Sabbath, Thrill of it all. Rolling Stones, Led Zeppelin, ACDC, Danzig. The Who. Yeah, dude. There you go. <clears throat> Solid soundtrack. Uh, the original All I Need video, which isn't online, but I do have a copy. Had heavy music in that one. Pretty much all our videos. I love our music. Our last video, which is probably the first video on our YouTube channel, All I Need Good Eye. If you type in All I Need Good Eye, All I Need Skate Good Eye, the soundtrack in that might be one of my favorites. All the team riders pick their own music, so uh, it's pretty rad. Sick that everyone picked their own song and it all went well together. Sick. It's cool to find out that skateboardmusic.com right there. <clears throat> you can get all, a lot of the videos in their soundtrack if you're ever wondering. Shout out to Sean Egan too. Kid's been ripping it, man. Uh, we give him boards with World Industries and he's just been steady on a tear. So stoked and proud of that dude. Uh, Nick Barth writes, plan for the nice weather. More street skating. That's my plan. Let's get out in the streets, film some uh, clips for video parts, and then stack some clips for the vlogs for the YouTube channel. Go get into some sketchy, weird situations. For sure. Just lurk outside now that it's getting nice out. And hopefully we start <clears throat> getting past this whole fucking uh, COVID thing. So that'd be nice, right? So year 2020 was a weird year, but I'm really hoping 2021 is going to go back to not normal, but let, let's move forward. Let's get past this, be better, stronger, more aware, um, 
and just keep pushing forward, man. The last year has been uh, a test of all our characters. 2020 was testing us fully, man. But uh, I believe there's nothing we can't survive and we can't learn from and get better and stronger and good days are ahead. So a lot of street skating. That's what's going on out here now that the weather's getting nice and we made it through this crazy-ass winter, man. Um, Yeah. If you're out there and you're listening to this, uh, leave me a comment on All I Need Skate or on this YouTube video or wherever you connect with me. Leave me a comment. Let me know how you survived 2020, how you survived this pandemic, what kept you sane, what kept you uh, positive and optimistic. I want to hear that because for me, it was like filming and editing. It was my dogs, my friends, trying to link up with my friends. This was so crazy, man. I never thought we'd live through something like that, you know? God, sorry about that. All right, moving on. Next question comes from Young Sway. Oh, it kind of goes in perfect right here. It's a good segue for this. Positives and negatives of COVID for skaters. Negatives is the goddamn face mask. Trying to skate indoors uh, where you have to keep your mask on because they don't want to close the doors and we need the skate park in the winter. Just trying to skate and actually like you're pushing yourself, your adrenaline's going, you're taking deep breaths, and you're sweating. You got this sweaty-ass mask over your mouth. First of all, you're doing something, you're doing exercise, you know? And I tend to stay six feet away from each other, you know? Like, I don't know. And you just can't breathe. You feel like you're drowning. You just feel like you're drowning with these masks on, trying to be athletic, you know? And trying to skate and use your fucking lungs. That's probably the negative is you can't fucking breathe with these things on and you're and you need to go skate because it's your way to relieve stress and get some physical energy out and connect with your friends and uh, another negative is you can't fucking hear each other. You have to constantly repeat yourself with the masks on cuz you're muffled. Uh another negative would be you miss out on a lot of the human expression like I'm teaching skateboard lessons or hanging out with my friends and like I realize I'd be saying something and smiling, but they don't see you smiling, so you miss out on half the context, you know? That's been something that's been kind of rough, is, like, not being able to see people's full expressions and connecting the words with how their faces, you know? But, you know, weather's getting nice. Hopefully we're going to be good. Um, Some positives is... Positive and negative COVID for skating. Positives is... Security guards were a little more relaxed. People were a little nicer on the street skating front, at least in the beginning of the pandemic. We were going out skating all over the place, and people were leaving us alone more than ever. People were recluse. They were all hiding away, and we were just lurking out into the streets and going there, and, like, businesses were shut down, so nobody was there. Didn't have to deal with, like, assholes, basically, you know? People were being a little nicer or just not there. I think that's the only real positive was like less security really I'm trying to think positives for skaters and the covid thing i guess getting more free time to go skate <clears throat> that was awesome because people like could stay home a little more didn't have to go in they had a little more free time to focus on skating and 
You know, when life gets crazy, you focus on the things that are helping you or that help you connect with your humanity, basically, and skating tends to do that, so it's kind of a positive, you know? And kids need something. If they can't be in school and, you know, they need, like, some sort of activity where they can connect with their friends and their peers and stuff, so it seems like skateboarding is that, you know? It's huge. I love skateboarding. I know you guys do, too. Uh, Yo, shout out to Young Sway. Kid is destroying it out there. If you don't know Joe Sway DeSoto, please look up Young Sway on Instagram. Y-U-N-G underscore S-W-A-Y. Young Sway. Kid is a, is a beast. I try to watch, try to keep your eyes on him because he's going to do big things. All right. I'm going to try to get through as many of these questions as I can. We're 40 minutes in. <clears throat> I'm going to try to do a few more questions and then... I got two skateboard lessons today. Shout out to young Elijah, little kid ripping. Um, hope he, hopefully he keeps with it. And my homie Cabri. Cabri's awesome, super fun to skate with. Uh, I'm going to try to push Cabri a lot today, try to focus on his weaknesses and get it, turn them into strengths. I love the skateboard lessons. They help keep me sane. So that's what I'm doing after the podcast. But let's try to get through some more questions. Also, while I while I'm remembering, if you're tuning into this, please leave me a comment. I think the best way to connect with me is either on the YouTube channel, All I Need Skate, or the Instagram, All I Need Skate. Those are two ways to connect with me. If you listen to this, let me know, because I I feel like sometimes I'm talking to like an empty room, you know. But when you guys give me feedback, it makes me so fired up to keep doing this podcast. And I love podcasting, uh, I love doing it, and I love listening to podcasts too. And I try to leave feedback on other podcasts and stuff. So it really helps like connect connect us, you know, which is huge to me. Andrew Sopditch. Uh, Andrew gets boards from World as well. Andrew Rips, a longtime OG ripper. He writes, what's considered a kook trick in skateboarding these days? What circus tricks are acceptable and which ones draw the line on what's whack? <laughs> um, skateboarding nowadays, I don't really think there is like a whack trick. I mean, I have my preferences. There's tricks I don't fucking like and I'll turn out. But like, I feel like anything goes these days because people are building up their own separate crews and their own separate Instagrams and YouTube channels and their own audiences and you can can you can find people that like those silly tricks, you know? Whereas back in the day, it was kind of more gatekeepers. Like, videos and magazines were owned by, you know, these companies, and they would only put certain dudes in. If you did, like, Benihana's or Push Mongo, they were like, eh, I can't put that in. We need to put this in. But nowadays, it's wide open, you know? You can find your audience. So if you're into pressure flips or whatever was considered a kooky trick, like, you can find people that are backing it, you know? I think it's like a... Let your freak flag fly nowadays. Whatever tricks you're into, just go for it. Be you. Do your thing. Live your life. And you'll find your audience. I can't really think. I When I was younger, I'd make fun of certain shit, you know? But, like, I was just young and dumb, making mistakes, you know, as we all do. So, and but I didn't really mean it because I, I love skateboarding. Like, you, I don't care how stupid your tricks are or whatever. If how stupid I think they are or whatever my dumb ass thinks they are. If you're into it, man, you do it with your style, good for you, man. But I really can't think of anything. The only thing I'd say is, like, if you overdo it, two tech kind of rubs me the wrong way. 
And too gnarly kind of rubs me the wrong way. It's kind of kooky to me today. Uh, for me, what I here's what I think is kooky is if you look, if you all look alike, like there's a whole bunch of dudes that skate and dress like Nyjah, which is weird to me. And he looks and dresses like a bunch of athletes or pop stars. And I always go after Nyjah because <laughs> he's the king of the castle. He's the top throne, right? He's like the dude who's like, <clears throat> been killing it everyone's riding his dick he's got all the sponsors you you turn on his thing and he's got like his monster and it's like so pop and overproduced you know and it's just like whatever <laughs> but uh even him i I love nyjah like his skating when he was younger destroyer he's he's amazing at his skating you know but that's kind of kooky to me if you just all look like an athlete or some sort of fucking pop star rapper like and you guys all look alike and like the same shit like i like diversity amongst skaters you know like different styles different expressions like i hate when it's all about like when it's all about um like remember for a while there was all this rick ross everybody just rick ross uh, money uh, motivation money uh, uh. i get it whatever but like just overdoing it to me is like when you try to produce when you try to make your skating into like a package product with like some popular shit and you're just trying to force it down people's throats that's weird to me i don't know just my opinion fuck do i know (laughs) andrew follows it up with what's the next sponsor from a company outside of skateboarding that should start a team and start hooking up professionals Ooh, andrew this is such a good question give me a second to think about this one Something outside skateboarding, like a like a crazy drink. Cracker Barrel, fucking Cracker Barrel should have a skateboard team. I would ride for a Cracker Barrel skate team right now. Like, let's do this. I, that would be so legendary. You see all those fucking goofballs with the Red Bull monster hats, and I can talk shit because I don't ride for them. But if they offered me a big enough check, I would ride for Monster. Or and if they wanted to sponsor our YouTube channel or like whatever, if I just knew the dude and was like, hey. All you got to do is wear this monster hat or this Red Bull hat uh, and we'll help you support some of your skate trips. Fuck yeah, I'm doing it. I don't care. You guys could call me kook, laugh at me. Fine. I don't give a shit. I'd call myself that. It's fine. But uh, dude, picture me with a Cracker Barrel logo. Let's look up the Cracker Barrel logo. Oh, dude, the Cracker Barrel logo is so sick. It's just the old time dude sitting in a chair leaning on a barrel and it says Cracker Barrel, and it's it's uh, like a yellow and a brown Cracker Barrel. Let's if anybody out there knows, like your grandfather, it owns Cracker Barrel, and you skateboard, hit him up. Tell him about all I need skate. Let's go. Let's get the trip going. Let's get some hoodies made. Let's get some beanie Cracker Barrel. I'm putting that shit all over me, man. Dude, and send me some of those biscuits. Get that mashed potatoes, that chicken and dumpling, baby. Let's go, dude. I'll ride for Cracker Barrel all day long. Let's see. I'm going to CrackerBarrel.com. I'm going to go to their... uh, They have a store. Uh, They're not going to let me in. Oh, no, they are. All right. Oh, shit. They got clothing and accessory already. Food and candy. Cracker Barrel has everything, dude. That would be the ultimate sponsor. I love Cracker Barrel. Every skate trip we go on and we see Cracker Barrel, that's where we're going. Oh, they just have normal, like, clothes and stuff. Patriotic kitten trucker hat. (laughs) Just imagine your box from Cracker Barrel. You crack it open. You're like, 
patriotic horse t-shirt patriotic buck trucker hat that's like it's just the animals with american flag in the backdrop i don't even think these are cracker barrel clothes i think it's what they hold and they have in their store a pig face t-shirt yeah let's go i'm riding for cracker barrel chocolate lab face tea is crushing it yeah that's my final answer if i rode for cracker barrel i'm trying to do an elwood t-shirt my my dachshund my long-haired miniature dachshund we're trying to put his face on a t-shirt let's do this hell yeah andrew thanks for those questions man solid questions Okie dokie, moving right along. Kevin Clem, World Industries Pro. I sent the bat signal out to the ho close homies, so it's kind of cool. You get a, you get some feedback from me, but also the World Industries and All I Need team. So, uh, Kevin Clem writes, because I was like topics or questions. He wrote, "Her Bam got the boot from Jackass Four. I heard that too, man, and he was sour online about it. I feel like Bam trolls people with his Instagram." I can't really tell. Like, I stopped kind of watching it because there's too many highs and lows with him, you know? And that might be a real thing. He might really need some help, you know? Can't really tell if it's, like, theater, drama. It's hard because, like, he made his career and his living off of, like, punching his family in the face and his friends, like, doing fucked up things to each other. So, like, he's he's known to fuck with, to just fuck around. So, like, I can't tell nowadays if he's, like, really falling apart or if it's just, like, an act, you know? I hope he's doing good. I hope Bam and his family are doing awesome. He's a legend in my eyes. Growing up, like, just Bam killed the mini ramp, transition skills. All his videos were entertaining. I ain't going to lie. Didn't watch them all the time, but I watched them, laughed. It definitely had its cultural moment. But, um, yeah, man, he's not going to be in Jackass 4, which is crazy. I don't really know much more than that, so. But, uh. Yeah, I hope Bam's doing good, man. Seriously. Keep killing it, my G. All right, let's see. Max underscore SK, SK nines. SK nines. I don't know what that is, but he writes, favorite skater growing up. Eric Costin was one of my favorite skaters for a long time because he could do any trick and make it look fun. And he was always had a sense of humor. Costin's huge influence on a lot of us. Uh, Mark Johnson, because his skating was his own. No one skated like Mark Johnson. His personality, his song choice, his sense of humor. He always put a little extra into every video part, whether it was like a little poem or him talking or expressing something, which was huge for me. So Mark Johnson, Eric Costin. Probably the people closest to me were the biggest influence. So like Aaron Susky, Westgate, Sumner, Steve Nesser was a big influence. The whole Fibro crew. So many favorite skaters. Let's keep going. Thanks for the question. Oh, this one's kind of tough. Stay Goon, Corey Goonan writes, hardest battle or most times back for a trick. I've battled so many tricks, man, and I've had to go back, like, multiple times. And I tend to forget these things because I've been skating for 25 years, so, like, and, like, I'm constantly doing stuff. So, like, I can only retain so much, so it's hard to remember a specific battle. I know, here we go. 
I know the government double set in Boston. It's like a four flat six or something or whatever. It's a big double set. It was big for me. And uh, I remember going back there like 20 to 30 times for multiple tricks. Like I want to say nollie flips maybe took me like five sessions each. Part of it was because security kept kicking us out. We'd only get a few tries. They'd kick us out, and then i come back, get like a half an hour, not land it, get kicked out, come back. We even lit it up at night because we're like maybe less people, and they would come kick us out and shit. Can't think of a specific one, but definitely the government double set in Boston. Those tricks were all like long sessions, man. And then on skate trips, I know there's been a few sessions where I just like battled multiple times, never got it, pissed cranberry color, felt sick, had to go back, finally got it. I've had a lot of those moments. Things don't always come easy for me. <laughs> Sometimes I make things harder than they should be too. Shout out to Corey Goonan. He's crushing it right now, man. New job, got a lady, moved out. He was living with me. He moved out. Corey's crushing it out of life, man. Keep at, keep up the good work, my G. I love you and miss you, homie. All right, moving light right along. Jim Jensen. Jim Jensen, that's Jacob's dad. Not who has a question here, sorry. This is um, Luke, my homie Luke. Shout out, Luke's been destroying. He almost tray flipped the double set at the edge too. Crazy. Been watching Luke skate since he was uh, super little, and now he's like getting older and coming into his style, getting more power. It's sick to watch, man. He writes, if a cop slash security kicks you out of a spot, do you come back in 15 minutes or just call it quits? Back in the day, I would just come right back. Probably ignore the cop or the, not a cop. If a cop's kicking you out, you got to kind of listen because they got the guns and the cuffs and they can really do something. But security guard, kind of ignore them. Be a dick to them if you want. Like just ignore them and just keep going until they call the cops. Back in the day, that's what, it was like get tricks no matter what. Like who gives a fuck? Unless it was like a local spot and you didn't want to blow it up, then you'd have like some, oh, sorry, and leave. Don't come back until like it's empty. But nowadays, dude, I don't even argue with nobody. I'm too old, you know? It's like 38 years old. So if I'm out there arguing with a scared cop, I might just get arrested. I got met younger people already like just charging it, you know? So nowadays, I just leave, you know? Come back. Try to figure out a time I can come back. But when I was younger, young and dumb, I would just argue, get in fights with people. Not physical fights, but argues with, with security guards, even cops. And uh, not leave. Just keep going. You know whatever but nowadays i don't even bother and i remember the turning point there was a point where i was like you can't do that anymore you just got to try to be productive because like i really want to get the clips for the video part so like someone kicked me out i would just be cool to him and just be like i'm trying to figure out when i can come back like help me out kick him some dough like just try to get the clip over get into an argument with someone you know they're just working their job you know but when i was young and dumb for sure made a bunch of mistakes and sometimes you're just in the heat of the moment. You're trying to trick for like an hour and dude's kicking you out and you kind of need that push or that adrenaline to get you to land the fucking thing. And it's like kind of rude to them. They're rude to you anyways. And you're like, I'm just going to fucking destroy myself and stick it, slam or make time. Sometimes you get the roll away. Sometimes you get the boot. Sometimes you just break the board. All things happen, my friend. All things happen. Okay, next question. Romero, 
writes, favorite tricks at legendary East Coast spots? I'd say Brandon Westgate's last newest video part for New Balance. There's a spot up in Lowell, and it's like an industrial building, and there's just crusty bump to gap to a loading dock. And he fucking tray flips up this thing. Blows my fucking mind, dude. It's insane. Westgate's so good. That's iconic trick to me at a certain spot. I guess legendary East Coast spot. That one's an obscure spot. I'm trying to think of like a legendary one. Remember Mosca nose slid this, uh, I think it's government center. Somewhere outside in Boston, there's a big hubba. It's like a one push hubba. I remember Mosca nose slid it. That was pretty insane. Um, what else? Legendary spots. Tricks. God, I'm drawing blanks right now. Sorry. Pretty much anything Westgate does. That's my safe answer. <laughs> you feel me? All right, moving on. Marty Wahlberg. Shout out to Marty. Marty's a G. He's riding World Industries right now. He copped some boards from me yesterday, so shout out. Oh, it's kind of a repeat question, but he writes, what's the spring moves for AIN and World? It's getting nice out there. You know what would be sick is an all-I-need world tour, right? Let's let's talk about that so we make it happen. Be a heavy toot bolt, bring both the teams together, get him that sixteen passenger, set it up with a bunch of skate shop demos, street skating. That's what I want to do. We got to figure out a way to make that happen. Sponsored by Cracker Barrel. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're doing. All I need: World Industries Cracker Barrel Tour, World Tour. Let's let's not set parameters. Let's go all over the world. Let's go to. China, let's go to Japan, let's go to Europe, London. We're going all over the place. If you're out there and you're listening to this podcast and you want all I need in the world to come to your town or your shop or your skate park, hit me up. Hit me up. Hit up all that. Dude, contact World Industries either through their website or their Instagram. Contact all I need through their Instagram or website, through our website. Let's do this. Let's set up some demos. Let's set up some fucking street skating. That would be so sick. Cracker Barrel, All Any World Tour. That's dream shit right there. That's what we're working towards right there. That's my goal. That is my goal. Eating fucking pancakes, slinging backside flips with the G's. You, you, you. Mr. Daniel Turnbull, he writes Westgate's New Balance part. So good. What I like about his part is that he has like a kind of like a bluesy, like soulful song, man. You don't really see that from Westgate, but in a lot of lines and like, I don't know, this part seemed to have a lot of heart to it. Let me see the correct name so we can. Brandon Westgate, um, New Balance. I think it was on Thrasher. He's got a new shoe out too, man, the 508. Oh, it was on Thrasher. Yeah, it was on Thrasher. Yeah, support Westgate too, man. Such a legend. Oh, dude, Tony Hawk. Looking grandpa. Grandpa out there. Yeah, let me see. If you type in Brandon Westgate 508 New Balance Part, you'll check out his new part. But it's just got soul, man. It's not like... It's gnarly. It's all sick, but it's not like his other parts. It's just... It's cool to see skate Brandon skating like evolve. You know? I don't know. My favorite skating is like sometimes when it's kind of um, when you switch it up a little bit, try some new stuff, and 
Westgate did that with this part, and I think he pulled it off. Him and Tim Savage crushing it out there, so. Shout out to the G's. Always skating in New Hampshire, which is awesome. That's where I started skating. Shout out to all my G's out in New Hampshire. Uh, Mr. Daniel Turnbull follows it up with, what's up with the All I Need Skate Kids? They're killing it, man. Talon's out there ripping, getting kickflips stronger. He came up to me the other day at the edge and was like, yo, I already landed a kickflip because usually he has to battle the kickflip, but he landed one quick. I've been skating with Chloe a lot. She's been ripping. She just got her Instagram. Uh, her other account got shut down because she's a minor, but she has her new Instagram, which is Chloe Boom 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 with underscores in between. So Chloe underscore boom underscore boom underscore underscore boom three booms. Chloe underscore boom 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 boom. Please follow her. She's the future of all I need for sure. And she's destroying, just learning new tricks. She got fakey big spins now. Just so much style. Um. Thomas, Thomas has been killing it. All I need skate kids are fucking doing what they need to be doing. They're surviving the craziness of this pandemic and this crazy world, and they're focusing on skating and destroying it. So love those guys. Hopefully some of them will be at the edge today. I know uh, Capri is going to be there. So, And I've been shredding with Lincoln, too. Lincoln's been destroying. Uh, yeah, just good style, good trick selection. The kids are all right, man. The kids are all right. For real. Okay, let me see. We're about an hour in right now, and I got to go do a skate lesson. So let me see. Uh, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, about six questions. So I'm going to kind of like go through them a little bit faster as I watch Westgate skating. Brandon Westgate. Choo-choo. I showed him that spot. There's a gap to lip slide in Brandon's new part. I sent him photos of that spot, and he went and shredded it. All right, let me see. Sammy Skates writes... How did COVID affect security at spots, businesses? Will security remain passive as we reopen? Kind of talked about that already. I guess the second part I didn't. I think that they'll remain passive for a little while, but I think as we slip back into normal business and things start picking up, um, they're going to get crazy again, you know, because we are kind of a nuisance. Skating is. As much as it's accepted in this world, it's like there's a lot of people out there that are trying to (laughs) just – not have to deal with loud noises and young people and us skating on their stairs and nearly hitting the ankles of their customers or whatever or skating their yards or their houses there is that side of skating that you know even i like if someone came to my house right now and started skating if i had a skate spot and it was like one that i would kind of be like hey don't get hurt my property so that 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 side of skating always exists so i think after a a little while like certain spots are still going to be hot but hopefully people just chill out realize not to make a big scene you know hell yeah sammy shout out to sammy skates um my homie quinn quins she writes chuck e cheese pizza conspiracy i know nothing about this so we're gonna google this young google is out there chuck e cheese i didn't know there was a conspiracy about chuck e cheese Conspire? Is that even didn't pop up in Google? Did it? It doesn't recycle pizza. Is this what this is? Oh, here we go. Yeah, recycling pizza slices. It's on Vox. I don't know how reliable this is, but 
Chuck E. Cheese swears it isn't recycling pizza slices. A conspiracy theory that the chain makes new pies from reheated old slices is making the rounds. Pizza arcade chain Chuck E. Cheese is defending itself from an internet conspiracy theory that alleges the company creates whole pizzas from Frankenstein and together uneaten slices from other pizzas. The theory was propagated online this week by YouTube personality Shane Dawson. Dawson investigates the claim by visiting Chuck E. Cheese location and ordering two pizzas, both of which came out of the weird mismatched edges. One pizza, half pepperoni, half plain cheese, appeared to be two different pizza slices and half and pushed together to resemble a whole pie. First of all, it probably does happen at certain Chuck E. Cheese. It's probably not their policy, but guarantee there's some lazy employee or maybe not even lazy, just, hey, these pizzas are still good. Let's just push them together. You got a whole pizza, you know, uh, but it's probably not policy resemble a whole pie Dawson goes on heavily imply that the pizzas aren't in fact fresh pies made from one ball of dough and one bake as one would assume a newly ordered pizza would be at a reputable slice joint but reused slices from other pizzas that have been reheated and reformed into circular pie the theory was roundly denied by representatives of Chuck E. Cheese of course they're going to deny it who's characterized the idea as unequivocally false no conspiracies here our pizzas are made to order and we prepare our dough fresh in restaurants which means that they're not always perfectly uniformed in shape but always delicious <laughs> there you go a company spokesperson said the debate rages on though damn the whole there's a whole fucking thing there's so much information out there can't keep up with it all i with all the issues going on in the world, I'm not too concerned about it. Pizza's good. Old pizza's good. I don't care. I'd eat pizza out of a dumpster at this point. If I'm out skating and I see a dumpster and there's a slice hanging off the lid, I might go eat it. Who knows? <laughs> all right. Quinn's got another question. Uh, Quinn Quinn, the effects that C-19, COVID-19, has had on the skate world. I mean, business-wise, uh, production, getting getting uh, boards have been really hard. All the components for skateboards, trucks, wheels, bearings, there's been shortages. Uh, skate shops had a hard time getting stuff. Uh, it just put a whole hiccup in the supply chain of everything, man. And then we're not done with it. It's still going on. Lead times is stretched out on getting product. Um, it's been crazy, man. Shortages. I've ne In my life, I've never had shortages. It's never really been hard to get wheels or trucks or decks or grip tape or any of this stuff. But uh, we're we're in it, man. So... We're hanging on here, you know. I've tried my hardest to keep up with world and all I need and make sure we have decks in stocked and keeping up with all the deadlines. And it's been crazy because there's like a lot of demand for skateboard stuff and there's not enough of it right now. And big companies are buying up all the stuff. So if you're a small company, you're out here fucking fighting. I'm in the trenches over here. But we making it happen, my G's. Because that's what you do. That's what you do. Nothing's going to stop us. All right. Quinn writes. She's got a three-parter. I like this. Quinn's a homie. I miss you, Quinn. She's out. I want to say you're an SF still. I hope you're doing great. And I love you. You've always been a good friend of mine. You're always cool to me and uh, such a character. And I'm hyped you're still connected. We're still connected. She writes, baggy jeans plus small wheels versus skinny jeans plus big wheels. All right, let me break that down. Baggy jeans plus small wheels. I like the way that looks because it just makes me think of street skating. 
baggy ass jeans, small wheels, skating flat ground, ledges. I don't know. That like feels home. That's like the 90s to me. And then skinny jeans and big wheels. I'm not mad at that either. Personally, not going to do that. Not into the skinny jeans. And big wheels are kind of, I'm trying to get bigger stuff as I get older so I can roll a little faster. But uh, not really my steez, but I'm not mad at it. I like like people that rock bigger wheels. It's kind of weird with the skinny jeans. I'm not totally in skinny jeans, but it's not my cup of tea. My G's. I'm going baggy jeans and small wheels all day. I just love that vibes. Makes me think of hanging out with the homies and cracking jokes and skating. Okay. World Industries Collector writes, Would it be possible to bring all I need in world stuff to European market greetings? It would be possible. Need a certain distribution over there. They got to buy a certain amount, so it makes it worth it with the shipping and stuff. But uh, that's definitely something we can make happen. I know World Industries. I don't know off the top of my head, but we do have a distributor in Europe for World. I'll have to look into that. But uh, with All I Need, that would be legendary, man. That's how we get that Cracker Barrel All I Need World tour going, you know, is having skate shops and distributions across the world supporting us and connecting with them, and then it would justify us paying for these trips to go do demos and street skating, you know? So definitely possible, and I'm keeping all options open. Let the universe bring it in, man. Please, more skateboarding, more filming videos, more editing, more teams, more skateboarding stuff. Please, please, please. It's keeping me sane. It's keeping us sane. We need it. Gets your heart going. I love skateboarding. You love skateboarding. Let's go. Let's go. All right, and we made it. We made it to the last question, and we're an hour and nine minutes in. Nice. I still got time to go to my skateboard lessons, bang the podcast out. Sick. Let's get the last one in. Oh, my G, Paul, Paul Gingras Bikes. I think that's how you pronounce the last name, Gingras. G-I-N-G-R-A-S. Paul's a man. He works at Skater's Edge. Sick biker, solid human, good homie. He writes, top three favorite East Coast skate parks. And I already thought about this one, so it's going to be an easy one. I'm going to support the indoor parks on the East Coast. Even though we're going into spring, summer, uh, in the winter, as I said, you need these indoor skate parks. They can't go anywhere. Because then we have like six months of just wishing we could skate. And I need them for sanity, for my sanity, to connect with people, to have hope in life. I need a community of people in the winter that we can just hang out and laugh, skate, watch each other, inspire each other, push each other. Um, it's my favorite thing. So I'm going to go The Edge Indoor Skate Park is my number one favorite skate park on the East Coast. Then I'm going to go with, in no particular order, Red Alert in, I want to say, Rochester, New Hampshire. Indoor Park, Epic Humans. Um, they just do a great job, man. Run by skaters. Small park, but built right, and they're constantly updating. And the people in New Hampshire are legendary. I love New Hampshire people. It's where I started skating. Grew up in the trailer parks in New Hampshire, and I just have a special little spot in my heart for New Hampshire people. Um, and then last would be New London, Connecticut, the Hive Indoor Skate Park. Charlie is the man. Shout out to Noah. You're the man. Little homie I shred with every time I go to Hive. Uh, the future of skateboarding. The Hive does a great job. It's got Charlie does a great job of cultivating a sick ass skate scene and keeping up with the skate park and supporting skateboarding. So those are my top three favorite parks, uh, indoor parks on the East Coast. 
if I'm going outdoors, Sandwich Park is pretty fun. I like Lynch. Haven't been there in a while, but Lynch is fun. Um, Sandwich and Livesey. Livesey near in Fairhaven, New Ham- in Fairhaven, Massachusetts. Livesey is the shitty park I grew up with, but they rebuilt on top of it. Super fun. Still crusty. Um, but yeah, those are my favorite parks. And that is the end of the questions. And uh, just stoked to be back, man. Stoked to be back on the podcast. Stoked to be doing this, man. And I appreciate all the support. Uh, you guys are legendary. Till next time. My G's. Choo-choo-choo-choo-choo. <laughs> all right, keep killing it, homies. Peace. Peace. <laughs>